Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Texas Football Today show. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. It's the classic. Sure, podcast, you know, it's good. You subscribe right, to I mean, the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, per- thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here. Sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is our raspy-voiced leader. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. Let's hear from Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Oh, no! <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. Oh, Pickle. Oh, and just to clear up pickle. in the comments, I did not fall in the river. No. That, I definitely I see, did. I, and I don't think I saw anybody fall in the river. No, and I was going to say, like, Daniel, Daniel Agnew had a really good point. Like, if I would have fallen in the river... That would have been the first thing y'all would have heard of. That would have been on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I did not fall. Oh over. no, that would have been the number one thing. Like, there's no way to hide from that at no, that point. No, but no, no that, I no, did you're not. You're the fall. person. You and you are forever the person who fell in the river. Yeah, and no, I. That nobody, was not me. No members of the Dave Campbell staff. I'm sad to say, fell in the river. Yeah. Um, I was hoping we could yeah. get there, but we didn't. And sing to my right, he is the president. Right, president. El president. He's the president. Well, of, no, never mind. I'm not going to say that. He's the, somebody else. Somebody owns that. He's the president of recruiting just across the entire state of Texas. Uh, he's the president of Next Level Athlete. He is our recruiting insider here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He is Greg Powers. Hello, What's up, Greg, y'all? Greg. It's good to see you, buddy. Good Man, what are, what are we? We're just over a month out from I know. the start of the Texas so that's high the school thing. football season. That's the thing. Is, oh, yeah. Is you go to coaching school. And then it's and here. And you come back. It's like, it's on. We yeah. know, like, there's a plan in place. We know what content's coming now, it's from on, now until the start of the season, and then it will be here. The off season's yeah. functionally over, right? We like, like when we were walk after packing up and walking out of the convention center, we were like, mm-hmm. "All right, it's here on. we go." It's like on. we're we're walking into the season now. Today is Wednesday, July twenty first, twenty twenty one. Oh, it's seven twenty one twenty one. Oh, dude, um, we missed seven eleven. One hundred twenty seven days till Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to DeAndre Jordan. Uh, episode 1205. On today's show, my friends, Powers is here. We're going to do this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete, talking all things recruiting across the state of Texas. Then, oh, oh, we're talking with one of my favorites. Hashtag uh, Maximum Hashtag Maximum Bears. Bears uh, Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wickman, the Texas A&M commit. 
Um, Powers caught up with him and uh, a guy I think is awesome. A guy, I don't know. I've gone through this. I know I've said this about a number of players, but he's. I think he is the perfect example of a victim of like a loaded position group in a particular recruiting year that I think a lot of other years, Connor Wigman might be like the guy everyone, like every, nobody can shut up about. But because like Ewers and Klubnik in such a great class in 2022, it's like, oh yeah, he's just like the, it's like, He's just part of a deep group. He, you know he's in mean? the top five, but oh, yeah. exactly, he's there. <laughs> exactly right. He is super good. He's really <laughs> good. I'll say that he was the second player mm-hmm. in the 2022 recruiting class at the position to earn four star status. Hey, now. So Ewers was the first five star. Wigman was the first four star. There you go. So his talent was apparent. That's that's exactly right. So let's get into it. <clears throat> Oh, that was a good crack. Thank you very much. <clears throat> I gotta have to follow that up with a good crutin. <laughs> if this is your first podcast, welcome. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week in Crutin. With Greg Powers as next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D One. D is fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. Where were we that we saw a chicken eat? Uh, Wichita Falls. We're in Wichita Falls. And we, we were almost If we did If it. we literally had not been recommended some, something else. Like a local, local, like a local place. place. We would have been going. But it we was, still the almost The tractor stopped. beam was on. And yeah. we were like, oh, there you are. What day was it? This was last Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Okay, at, uh, well, I'll say I held, it, I held it down for y'all um, oh, at the Chicken Express. So I uh, tried something new. Had the jalapeno mini poppers for Ooh, the first time, and they're really good. They're different. Instead of having like a traditional bacon um, around it, n- well, they're deep fried cheese and jalapeno. But instead of the cheese being inside the jalapeno, the jalapeno is chopped up in the cheese, and it was pretty strong. And shout out to Karen at the Hillsboro Chicken okay. Express. Okay, right. she's okay. always doing me right over there. Work a seven thirty to nine <laughs> shift to take care of all of her needs out there, and the lunch was excellent. Shout out, Karen. <laughs> uh, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Nick Lowethlete. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, let's go down to Greater Alvin, let's say, uh, to 2022 Manville offensive guard Tevin Shaw. He has committed. He has offers from places like Texas State, Colorado, Colorado State, Nevada, etc. He is going to stay local, play for Dana Holgerson and those Cougs. Uh, Tevin Shaw committed to Houston uh, this past week, and a guy who you think is on the rise and a guy who's starting to climb up those recruiting ladders. Well, what I really like about him is he's been able to show on tape strength, but meeting with his coaches, going through the whole scouting process as we evaluate these guys um, throughout the state, you know, on a very in-depth, behind-the-scenes type of thing, his weight room numbers weren't exactly up to what he shows on the field, which to me just tells you how much better – he's going to be as he gains strength to go with his size, right? So he's a guy who's trending upwards in the weight room but already has the tape to earn – I mean, he's a double-digit offers guy. He didn't have a ton of P5 offers, but he's really talented. He's a – I would describe him as a mauler Mm -hmm. at the point of attack. And what I really like about this year's Manville team too – is they've got it in the trenches. You know, you always – you don't, I think, traditionally think – they've had some good defensive linemen over the years, some solid offensive linemen. Um, 
but I think they're deeper and more balanced up front on both both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to make them a title contender this year. They're a team to really watch. And Houston going into what I think has to be – like if you're the Houston Cougars, Dana Holgerson, Manville's got to be like a school that you're at all oh, the yeah. time. Like you got to be recruiting a school. To, so to have a, a pipeline in – into Manville is, is a big deal. They've only got four high school commitments right now. Two of them are from the Houston, Houston area now with Tevin Shaw at Manville, Cardell Pat at Stafford. Um, so I think that that's got to be a focus for them. There's so much talent in Houston and really a lot of – out of any other big city in the state, Houston to me has the most under-the-radar talent consistently. There are guys there who can really play um, that need more – You know, not exposure is not the right word, but – there are guys there who people don't know about. You know, one of the things that I'm you know, watching his film is this is a this is a guy that that very clearly look at the point of attack. He's excellent, but he can move right. a little bit too. You know what I mean? I think that there's maybe this notion of, uh, you know, okay, well you're an interior you're an interior lineman. That means you're not very mobile. Uh, I mean, seeing him like the footwork's pretty sound. He you know he, he they're on kind of a trap play right there. He kind of pulls around and and, and the footwork's really sound. But this is a guy who who's got some got some legs underneath him. He's not just a big body. The big body helps, and he can push some people around up front. But he can—he's not that kind of guy who's just like I'm a wall. You can—you don't have to run around me. Rankings purposes wise, a lot of guys that you see towards the top of the list are guys who are tackles in high school who can project to play inside. But most of the time, they're playing left or right tackle, and you know all the, all the people who go out and and do rankings and make them public are going to latch onto those guys first because they're typically more athletic. Um, but sometimes they just don't have that mentality mm-hmm. to play the interior. This is a guy who you yep. don't have to worry about. Most certainly. Uh, keep an eye on him. He's the newest commitment to the Houston Cougars. It is Manville offensive guard Tevin Shaw. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, and I know that the last guy was a commit of the week. We have different categories. He committed. He committed. Uh, Denton Ryan cornerback Austin Jordan has committed. He had uh, offers most notably from Oklahoma and Ohio State. But the Texas Longhorns beat out those two for the number 23 ranked player in the DZTF Hot 100. Uh, Denton Ryan cornerback Austin Jordan. Give me a little bit of a snapshot on what the Longhorns are getting out of this Denton Ryan playmaker. Well, I I love his versatility first and foremost. He's a guy who, to me, he's always been a – lockdown island type of guy with size right like he's a he's a guy who's been battle tested plays at one of the top programs in the state plays against top teams all the time and he's super consistent I think that's something that's overlooked a lot of times when you're talking about defensive backs and and I was reading some stuff surrounding his commitment to Texas and there were some who felt like he had a down season in what was Denton Ryan's state championship run last year in comparison to his sophomore season where you know he blew up and got all these offers and I I don't think I agree with it and here's why Mm -hmm. if you're playing corner and they're not talking about you Mm -hmm. that means you're really good yeah right you know so it's It's like a little different let's you know I don't want to compare playmakers uh but like let's talk about like Denver Harris Denver Harris uh I bet his I haven't seen his stats I bet they stink and yeah. That's absolutely sick. He might have like one interception and three pass breakups or something like that. But if anything, like that's because they don't they know not to throw to him, throw right. at him. Like that's one of those things that you've you've got to make sure you you have that playmaking. If you have that playmaking ability, he's that guy. And and I think that in Austin Jordan, you're right. The less you hear about him, the better. Is it's kind of the way to think about it with with cornerbacks. Uh, this his sophomore season, they were playing in the star and. 
I was standing on the sidelines with DCTF's own William Wilkerson. Hi, Will. And I said, Will, this guy's going to be an elite national mm-hmm. type of guy. And I stand by that. And his track times are sneaky good. You know, he's a sub-1100 sub meter guy um, who has, you know, the size and physicality of a safety. So I think that he could play corner, nickel, or safety at Texas. I kind of like him as a corner um, sticking at the next level, but he can do so many different things. And as I look deeper into this cycle of 2022 recruits in state, the defensive back class is pretty, pretty Mm -hmm. good because there are guys I think now down into – like I think Terrence Brooks, who's committed to Ohio State, is like around – that 30 to 35 range austin jordan's number 23 um you have julian humphrey who's in the 30 to 35 range i think all those guys are risers as i put together the next top 100 which will come out preseason um before the Mm -hmm. before the start of the year those are guys who are going to creep up in these rankings and there are a couple of those guys who i've earmarked as being guys by the time the dust settles that the all the national guys are like oh well how did we not have these guys rated in the top 10 at the beginning of this. The newest Texas Longhorn commit, Austin Jordan from Denton. Ryan, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, the next all athlete uh, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. Let's talk about a four star running back out of the Fort Worth area, um, Sergio Snyder. He is of note today because uh, he has transferred. He is transferring. He was at Fort Worth Nolan Catholic. He is transferring for the 2021 season over to Arlington Martin to play for Bob Wager's squad. Uh, There's a guy already with 14 offers. Um, And what's interesting to me is here's a guy who last year, I think, popped off the tape, and that's getting half the carries because right. Mega was there too. So here's a guy that maybe when he can become a showcase back could give you those kind of showcase numbers and, 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 and kind of, I think, put himself on that big platform. Uh, Arlington's back. Yeah. Arlington ISD, as far as top talent is concerned. I mean, they never really win anywhere, right? Yeah. But next year, I think, is going to be a loaded year mm-hmm. in that district, in the city. And those are some, you know, I always talk about that. You'll have to tell me which district it is. You know, the Flower Mound, Marcus, Hebron. Yeah, it's um, District 6. Six, six, yeah. District 6 is always like. I I like to think of it as the Coppell District, but that's okay. Go on. I always love that district because of the rival, you know, they're like traditional rivalries. It, um, all the games are hard hitting. Well, Mm -hmm. this is probably number two two for me i love watching these games and he brings that blue collar mentality i think he's a tough in the middle of the field runner and arlington martin is loaded with top talent heading into next year and there are a lot of guys uh in that city that we're keeping a close eye on and i think like a lot of the recruiting guys who are on the recruiting beat are going to be traveling down there to see these guys play next year it's going to be like a hotbed yeah and and here's a guy you know, it's, I think it's going to be really interesting because, and I don't think this is necessarily fair, but I think that there is a notion that at the private school level, you're held to a different standard because private schools, I think, I think it's fair to say that the 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 teams are not as bunched together as far as quality is concerned. That there are teams like 
They're really, really good. Forward Nolan's a perfect example. Really, really good teams. But there are also teams that are going to go out there and play. They're going to straight up overmatch. You right. know what I mean? And so I think sometimes, here's an example of a guy who's not going to go play at Arlington Martin. Well, Arlington Martin, as good as they are, they're not going to overmatch a ton of teams simply because I think that, that the consistency of quality is a little bit is a little bit better at the, at the public school ranks. And so I think that's what's going to be particularly interesting here is watching him week in and week out Playing against what's going to be really elite competition. That's not. I, I hope that's not coming off as disrespectful to the private school ranks. It's just to say that I think that the gap between the haves and the have-nots at the private school ranks is a little bit wider than it is at the public school ranks, which may give Sergio Snyder an opportunity here at Arlington Martin to really flash what he can do on a consistent basis. The, I don't think it's any disrespect to say, you know, Nolan Catholic was one of the most loaded teams in the state last year with D1 talent. Dude, they were they have a, a lot of really good players, but what you're going to be facing in the city of Arlington is quite different on the defensive side of the football, the depth, the size. All that stuff is going to be quite different for Sergio Snyder, and I think that he's one of these guys who's going to rise to the occasion. He's one of the he's one of the best running backs in the state. Yes. And he's going to be on a bigger stage playing 6A ball for sure. You yes. know, that where he's going to be on TV more, he's going to be on the highlights more, and people are going to know him a little bit better mm-hmm. just from that, just from playing at one of the top schools in the state. And and Arling, and Fort Worth Nolan Catholic is a team that went to the state championship game last year. So, I mean, he emerged there, got mm-hmm. 14 offers there. Um, now, I don't, I'm not going to say that he's going to get more offers playing at Arlington Martin, but he's going to get. We're going to we're going to talk about him probably more here. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch simply because you know whenever whenever you have a big time playmaker like that moving from the private scorings to the public scoring, it's always interesting to see you know what what the difference is because we know there's just exceptional talent at the private school ranks. Um, but I think that it's it's a little bit interesting whenever you watch guys go from the private school ranks. How do they adjust? Do is there an adjustment period going well, to the public school? If anything, when he is successful, I think it's a endorsement for some of the private school teams oh, yeah. to say, "Hey, this is the type of talent well, we have, and they can also be successful and, here." And you know, not to, uh, we'll get off of this here in just a second, but I think it's worth mentioning that like. I do think that the private school ranks remain pretty underrated, and if you were talking about, I think there were times in the past, um, I use TCU as a good example. TCU like made a living whenever they were in the Mountain West and whenever they are kind of, before they got to the Big 12, of like going and finding these diamonds in the rough. I think that if those diamonds in the rough exist anymore, they might be at the private school ranks. Because uh, especially at the 11th, you know, you go to, at this point, you know, you go to Monday, there's going to be recruiters at Monday High School. You know what I mean? But I think that if you're looking for those guys that are maybe flying under the radar, the private schools maybe have a greater depth of that simply because they maybe, they do not get that kind of spotlight that the public schools do. And I, covering a lot of teams in other states throughout the years, I always am curious, what would it be like if Preston Wood, Fort Worth Nolan Catholic, yeah. Parish Episcopal was com- competing against the top teams in Oklahoma week in and week yeah. out because what we're up against here in Texas is we've got a lot of good football guys. Yeah. There's a lot of good football. Yeah, everywhere you look. And I think these teams, if you plugged them and played them in different states, the private school teams here in Texas would compete for championships. Most there. certainly. So most certainly. All right, uh, let's get on to our recruit of the week, and we're going to stick in the private school ranks. Talking about 2022 Argyle Liberty Christian athlete Christian Driver. Uh, you may recognize the last name. He is the son of former All-Pro wide receiver Donald Driver. And he is going to be pulling the trigger in about a week. Uh, thanks a lot, dude. You could do it before 
uh, <laughs> next next week this week in recruiting. But instead, we're gonna have to wait two weeks to talk about where you commit. Uh, but no, Christian Driver from Argyle Liberty Christian uh, has forty three offers. He's our number sixteen prospect in the DCTF Hot One Hundred. Again, talk about the depth, the private school ranks. Also, he's our private school cover boy in the twenty twenty one summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, let's talk about feel where he might land. Um, what what's what's the thought among the brain trust in the recruiting world about where he might land? I think he's going to Penn State. I mean, oh, so okay. that's where I think he ends up. He ends up. That was one of his first. I mean, he's got forty three offers, y'all. Forty three. So he's one of the most heavily recruited. Um, prospects in the state regardless of position and he has that as you talked about that uh, tradition that lineage connection to uh, the NFL through his father and has just grown up as one of these top guys I mean he's he emerged on the scene as a freshman and hasn't looked back I think there was some debate for me within my own head as I thought about him was safety or wide receiver going to be his best position because he was really good at safety or at during his younger days he could play both ways still he still does play both ways a lot Uh, but man he's really good with the football in his hands and one thing I noticed about watching his tape is that he gets separation he's able to separate from defensive backs and runs really good routes to me he's one of the guys on the Texas high school football scene this year who's not talked about enough for whatever reason I don't know how he's got 40 he's the son of Donald Driver he's got 43 offers and to me, there's j- cover boy. Yeah, cover boy. <laughs> so he does have some exposure, but I just feel like as I sit down and talk to my buddies, you know, we all we have these conversations about the great football players in the state, and he's not. Uh, he's to me not in those discussions enough. Right. And and I think you know again we've we've harped on it a lot in today's show, but like a lot of it I think has to do with just the you know the private school ranks and and how those are I think those don't get the same kind of spotlight that the public schools do just by I think by virtue of the fact that the vast vast majority of high school football in the state is public school but but yeah there's big time playmakers there and 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 Christian Driver is one of those guys who is going to make some team very happy uh, next week after this week in recruiting. Thanks, dude. No, I'm kidding. We got somebody up our sleeves for next week. I think. Ooh, that's we'll a, there's that a is what we call that's a tease. A horizontal tease, vertical tease. Or anyway, it's Greg Powers, the next level <laughs> athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow next level athlete on Twitter, next level D one. See us fine work at TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting. Stick around because you're going to introduce the next segment. Sounds good. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, I got a great pitch for you. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider today, you can listen to a new Teppan Step that just dropped yes this morning. This morning, it's up on the site. It's in the feed of all these. Everyone who's a subscriber is like, their phone's blown up. It's like, oh, new Teppan Step. Also, awesome. Wherein Matt Step and I welcome in a very special secret guest to talk about live on tape from the Texas High School Coach Association Coaching School and Convention. Um, we go for about 45 minutes talking about the nonsense that goes on there and, and how fun it was there. Uh, you do not want to miss this groundbreaking episode of Teppan Step. Available only Texas Football Insiders at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Tell them to give you something to listen to. 
I'll be listening to it. And also, you get a magazine and two magazines and years of this goes on like But mainly the groundbreaking mainly tap and step. Mainly the groundbreaking tap and step with a special super secret. I guess guest. I need to listen to see who y'all got as a yeah, guest. I guess so. I not only eat Chicken Express every day, I listen to all the shows as well. My guy. It. Dude, my guy. Let's talk a little bit about who you talked about this talk to. Wow. All right. And three, two, one, and go. Hey, Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We talked to Cypress Bridgeland, stud, quarterback, baseball player, Mr. Do-It-All there, Connor Wigman, who's made his commitment to Texas A&M, the future is bright in Aggieland. Let's hear from Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wigman, hashtag Maximum Bears, on Texas football today. Greg Powers, TexasFootball.com, and I'm out here with Cypress Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wegman. Man, um, big senior season yes, sir. coming up for you. Yes, sir. Uh, just kind of talk about how the team's looking. I know you're probably excited to be a, a – a senior leader on the team, but you stay busy playing a lot of sports. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's good. We lost a lot of seniors last year. We're just out here trying to build some team chemistry and uh, learn uh, through this competition. One thing that's been impressive to me is watching you guys develop. I mean, you guys came right out of the gates as a new school strong, and you've been there basically every step of the way. So I know that this next year has got to be really special for you. I mean, for sure. Just go out with a bang. That's what we keep telling. That's what all the seniors are saying. We need to push the younger kids to, uh, to be better than they think they could possibly be I think it's gonna be a tough fun challenge watching you go through the whole recruiting process and um, getting a lot of attention going to the national scene how have you been dealing with it I mean what do you try to do to stay humble and, and make sure that you stay focused on the right things I mean I don't really pay attention to it all that I just try and keep my nose down and keep working hard and just staying in the gym and I'll keep my mind in a good place uh, you've made your commitment to Texas A&M. What was it about the Aggies program that really made you interested, uh, you know, to stay close to home, play in state? I mean, Coach Fisher, I mean, he has a long track record of working with really good quarterbacks. I mean, the atmosphere in College Station is unbelievable. And the thing that made me commit was the people. The people are amazing. Kind of give the fans of Texas A&M a look at what you're bringing to the table. Is there a quarterback you feel like you play like, look like, or are you an original, unique type of guy? I mean, I like to watch Patrick Mahomes, but I, I mean, I want to be the first Connor Wigman. So, kind of talk uh, about what your biggest strengths are. You feel like as a as a quarterback, just being able to uh, keep my eyes downfield and uh, move in the pocket. A lot of uh, really exciting recruiting stuff going on in College Station right now. I mean, uh, as I'm doing this interview, I'm looking across and I see one of your O-line commits right in front of me and playing on the field as another guy that Texas A&M's offered, a tight end from Hazlitt Eaton. Um, but it seems like everywhere I go, there's a lot of people talking about the Aggies. What is the excitement going on in College Station? Why is there so much excitement? I mean, the buzz is crazy. I mean, it's we're trying to build a national champion contender type team, and if you get the right people around I mean I feel like we can we can get it done what's next for you man you got any big camps coming up what do you got coming what, what's going on next I'm leaving Wednesday for the Elite 11 in LA I mean that should be a blast that's the Elite 11 finalist Connor Wigman man thanks for the time congratulations on all your success and of course good luck in your senior season at Cypress Bridgeland yes sir thank you quick quick transition here thanks, we are thanks I have to say that that was a great shot though like that was chilling. That shot That's, sold subscriptions. If you've ever wondered, if you've ever wondered what we do during these these interviews, we just we take off the headphones. And we that was and me we talk. smiling at listening to Tepper talk about the the behind the, the scenes school. at coaching school. Coaching school. Uh, Y'all anyway, didn't get to hear it, but it was interesting. Thanks I literally. Hey, I, hey, thanks to our producer. I turned to look. I was like, oh, we're probably getting close to time. I look and it said two seconds, and I was like, 
Uh-oh. It's happening. It's, happen. it's just going to happen. Um, anyway, there's Connor Wigman, the quarterback for Bri- Bridgeland, uh, the Texas A&M commit. Uh, I think I've gone on long enough about how much I like Connor Wigman. I think he's great. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, appreciate his time at the State 7 on 7 tournament. And you mentioned this. That's the last one. It's the last 7 on 7 content. If only we had another place to get some content from. <laughs> just a shame. It looks like we got to find a convention or something to go to. Now we go over. Let's see. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Can I'm, I, I'm good. Can Gra- I, graphics are already up. Okay. We can bring it to you. Yeah. Do you need another minute? Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. That's the problem with working with me. The problem with working with me is not is that like I'm not gonna get mad at you if we if there's a pro, if there's like a production botch. No, I don't, I don't really care. You're just not gonna let it go. But I will roast you. I think it would <laughs> have been fair. It would have been really funny if America's second favorite segment yeah. was her talking, but my face still stuck onto the. That'd be really good. Stuck onto like, the Goof. camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, pickle. <laughs> goodness um there are some questions about when the interviews will be coming out from coaching school those are going to be coming out like intermittently like we're gonna we're gonna really hound on them get some done this week and then really get most of them done next week um Mm -hmm. but you will be able to there is enough content there for you to watch for the entire month of august so um that's yeah like the reason you know the other reason that like my voice it's better than it was, but you also saw us pounding those Ricolas. Yeah. Those things. Um, and the Ricola. thing was, because we were doing, I was doing all of, Steph and I were doing all those interviews mm-hmm. with coaches and stuff. And it was just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I mean, it was a constant stream of coaches coming yeah. by. And so, yeah. We got so we're going to, we're going to get them all up, but it, it does, it is going to take a minute to get all of that up because there's a lot of editing to be done. <laughs> I also, this is true. I ran to Vince Young's uncle. Did you tell him to come get the trophy? I, I didn't know that till did. now. I literally did. I told him because um, he was because one of the things I did at TH, at the coaching school was uh, our friends at the Texas Bowl asked me to be the MC of like a panel they had. So, uh, a Wade Phillips and Jackie Sherrill and Dick Olin and stuff. A bunch of these, you know, like Jerry Gray was up there. Bill and they Bill needed Bradley. TV's very own Greg. They needed they needed an MC. They had a list of twelve guys, and all of them said they couldn't do it, so they called me. And but he came up to me, and Vince Young was not there, but he was inducted into the Gridiron Legends uh, program there with the Texas Bowl. And so his uncle was there. He goes, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, that's my nephew. And I go, I have his Player of the Year award at in <laughs> so Louisville. if you're going to accept his uh, entry I, into the like Gridiron poor, Legends, you can also man, accept this This poor trophy. man walked up and just wanted to say, hey, great job. By the way, my, my Vince Young is my nephew. That's all I wanted to do. And then I said, I've been doing a podcast. I've been doing a podcast for six years trying to get his attention. <laughs> Please. It's the closest I've ever come. <laughs> by, by the way, it's the trophy's not in Oh, it's not in it's mint not condition. It's not in mint condition any there's, longer. There's a corner there that's been chipped. Another chip out of here. So you better come get it before it's just a pile of rubble. <laughs> that's going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little, little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wigman for being our guest. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow <laughs> on Texas Football Today.